Hey guys, thanks for joining us tonight on the Paranormal Minds of JST. Tonight I'll be your host, Shane, and I'm joined as always by Joshua and Thomas. Tonight we are going to talk about the Marfa ghost lights. Seems like the most popular ghost light sightings are currently recorded in Marfa, Texas. Uh, first time these were viewed was by a dude named Ellison back in 1883. He was a farmhand, I believe. Uh, they're, they're near Highway 67 and uh, have been seen since then. You can still see them to this day. Um, now, ghost lights are seen around the world. Uh, just to reference a few famous spots here in America, there's some in uh, Brown Mountain, South Carolina. You got some in Joplin and St. Louis, Missouri. There's some in Virginia, and, uh, you know, they, they all kind of look the same all, all over the world. The reason uh, Marfa, Texas is a little more famous than the others is because of the media coverage. Uh, not too long ago, I'd say, you know, not long ago, 20, 25 years ago, Unsolved Mysteries covered them, and they were actually even uh, in an episode of King of the Hill. Uh, I do want to look that up. I'm curious how they, how they rolled that into there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be but, uh, interesting. I want to see that. <laughs> right. But, uh, so, yeah, they, they got a lot of attention, and it really started to get really big after these ghost hunter shows started getting big in the early 2000s. Uh, and I think it's just because it was a guaranteed sighting. You know, it's not speculation if you're going to see these lights or not. You roll up, you, you pretty much know you're going to see them. So drew people from all over the place. There's been a lot of big, big studies on it, and... Uh, yeah, so here, here we are. No one has a 100% definite answer on what causes these guys. So uh, what, what do you all think? What do you think could be causing these? Aliens. <laughs> it's always aliens. Always. It's always aliens with you. <laughs> always. <laughs> I'm not saying it's aliens. But it's aliens. I mean, okay. you just said it was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I've heard, uh, I don't know if there's any swamps by there, but like swamp lights, like, have y'all heard about like methane being trapped like in the mud of swamp, like under the water. And as they just come up, bubble up, sometimes they'll come up with so much force that they'll kind of like light up. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that there's a theory about that. I don't know if there's like swamps by there or not. Yeah, it's kind of a for the Marfa, uh, it's kind of a desert area, but you can still have your methane. I know exactly what you're talking about because they've actually uh, replicated in labs uh, that that it spontaneous combusts and comes up. Um, so yeah, that that's a very popular theory on it. That 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 is the only thing though. Being a desert is really the opposite of a a swamp, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't see where methane could be. I mean, maybe, you know how like in mines, when they would dig, they had to look out for methane? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's seeping through the earth? Yeah. Other than that, mermaids. It's one of those things, like the gas thing sounds like it could be a legit thing. I know for a fact that acetylene is very violent. If it, I think it's anything over like uh, 15 psi, don't quote me. I don't know if that's true. Uh, it'll ignite itself. Just 
out of nowhere. That may be the same thing. This methane, maybe it's just something that's leaking by it. It's such a force. But to be contained and to uh, be a, like a constant thing, like um, not to just ignite and go out, you know what I mean? Like it, it actually kind of hangs out for a minute. Yeah, they like dance and all that stuff too. Yeah. I'm going to go with elaborate hoax on this one. There is another theory uh, that's probably one of the most popular one is uh, atmospheric reflection. So this could be caused by reflection of car lights or like car headlights or campfires back in the day that get get up to the atmosphere and do their thing. Uh, kind of related to, what are those lights called? Northern lights? Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know all the science behind it, but I know something about the electrons or the reflections or something gets up to the atmosphere and hits other sorts of molecules, which causes the dancing and the light effect. So maybe it's just as simple as that. And the, there's a spot in the atmosphere there that is thinner, which that can also be caused by methane, right? Isn't that the problem with cows? Yeah, they, they fart too much. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know Native Americans have you know, kind of talked about it and stuff, you know. I know some believe, like, it's souls kind of, like, making their way to and from the afterlife, you know. And to say, like, to not look at ghosts in a way of scientific explanation, I think is, you know, I don't know how to put it. Borderline irresponsible. Exactly, you know. How else do we know that salt kills them? I mean... I looked up to see what the, some of their legends were, and so far all I'm getting is like um, people claim to see ghosts of Native Americans dancing in lines. I, I don't know what that is. It's somewhere in Michigan. But I mean, if, if theoretically a ghost or a spirit is balls of, like, it's energy, right? Who's to say, like, the magnetic pull in that place isn't just strong enough to pull the energy there? If that makes sense. Yeah. You talking about just like a like a strong gravitational point just right there where they're at? Yeah, something like that. You know, like um maybe a heavy metal under under the ground or something. Yeah. Makes it kinda Yeah, something like that. That that could cause that, you know, and it's just able to, you know, form the energy, you know. So it could be ghosts or it could be just you know, a way of energy just forming itself, you know. I think, man, your your theory there is is closely related to another one I read about about the uh, tectonic plates underground. They that at that area they shift against each other, causing uh, sort of static electricity that rises up out of the ground. So that, there's your scientific explanation, but you know you don't see static electricity, so maybe that's what it is. It's giving these spirits something to feed on to where they can manifest just a little bit maybe i mean if you look at it um according to how you know because they are energy that's how come batteries drain and cell phones and electronic devices can go haywire flickering of lights and stuff like that so it could be possibility i mean if they're shifting and it's causing this huge static surge in a way you know maybe they're going there and they're feeding off of it but, I mean, and I know there's been some speculations that they're angels or, um, like, demons. 
I don't know too much about the demon aspect because they don't seem to be malicious in nature. You know, maybe angel aspect or um, even aliens. And, you know, like I said, you know, beginning aliens. Some people believe that it's just crafts that are kind of like hovering. You know, just kind of like watching that area for some reason. It, it's very interesting. So, you know, uh, I mentioned earlier that these are seen all over the world, but for Marfa, Texas, to specifically have all these different theories, all these different studies, it's because that's the only one I saw any UFO or alien explanations. You know, they this community has ignored all the other lights. So why, what, what makes Marfa different? Roswell. Is it close? I mean, Roswell, New Mexico. I don't know how far away Marfa is to Roswell. I guess being close to New Mexico. Uh, here, just pull it up to Marfa. Oh, it's four hours away. And actually, it's... Oh, it's interesting. If you pull up a map, uh, they're almost in a straight line. Uh, like, you, you head... Sh- straight north from Marfa and you're going to hit Roswell in four hours. And you think, so, you know, Roswell is renowned as what the crash site of the UFO back in the day. Yeah. Now you know how we're more, we're smaller minded humans with a lot less technology than that. Right. But we still have straight runways to land our planes with lights. So the pilots can find it. Maybe that's all this is, is a big runway. And Marfa is the start of it to where they were supposed to land in Roswell and something went wrong. Maybe. Because if you have a spacecraft capable of intergalactic travel, I, I could imagine it would take you a minute to slow down when you come to land, right? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah, theoretically, as far as our tiny brains can determine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they got like super brakes. They just stopped. <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like maybe the whole... Um, Alien things could be reminiscent. I mean, with it being that close to Roswell, but I don't think there's like a military base or anything there or was when the crash happened. You know what I mean? Right. It was, it was all desert. So it would make sense. You know, if you were coming to visit another planet, because Marfa is also desert. So they're thinking we're going to go out here. We're going to be left alone, but something went wrong. Dude crashed and you know, the rest is history. Yeah, like kind of just like land there where nobody's going to be there to see. Right. Yeah, because right smack dab, if you uh, look at a geographical map, I mean, it's dead in the center of just the desert over there. Really good spot to land down. And yeah, it makes makes sense. I mean, and in 1947, when the alien craft crashed, I mean, you can only imagine just how unpopulated that area would have been. And who knows how long they've been visiting. So we only know the one that crashed in Roswell. This could have been their their landing strip for hundreds of years. You know, they, they were first documented in, what, 1883. We, they could have been just whoop, pulling up and parking there for a while. Apparently in Texas, as also brings up, in Texas, in the 1800s, some guy saw a flying object, like a, a ship. It was in Kansas City. Uh, hundreds of residents of Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Missouri, um, California, and Arizona had reported similar apparitions. Witnesses said the huge machine hovered over farms, ranches, and small towns, often sweeping a brilliant spotlight 
along the ground as it traveled. It was the uh, height of the Great American Airship Scare, which actually began in California some 20 years before in the fall of 1876, according to modern-day writer uh, Jerome Clark. Hmm. I mean, that's that's crazy because you would think, because it says on April Fool's Day, as many as 10,000 people. So was this an April Fool's joke? or <laughs> It's awfully suspicious to be on that day and it not be one. Oh, it was a hoax. Well, damn. Probably, yeah, that, later on, it's like the 1976 sightings uh, resulted in numerous excitement and speculation. Some theorists claimed that an airship had been secretly developed in nearby Oak Park or flown in from the East Coast. The San Francisco Chronicle called the airship probably one of the greatest hoax ever sprung on any community, but noted it is hard to account for the evidence, sincere uh, sincerity of those who claim they saw the machine and heard the voices. Of course, a lot of people said, you know, it's pure fake. <laughs> this one, the following day, the Chronicle quoted Professor George Davison, who believed the incident was the outcome of a sort of Freemasonry of liars. He added half a dozen uh, fellows have gotten together, set up a balloon with some sort of electric light attachment, and imagination had done the rest. It's pure fake. So maybe it's not a hoax. But, I mean, if, if, if let's say it's not, I mean, it could go back to maybe you're right. Maybe the lights are signals. All right. Yeah. I like, I like maps. So I'm, I'm looking at a map again. I don't, I don't know why, but do, do we think that there was any sort of association with aliens and the Mayans? As some people believe there is, is it Aztec or Mayan? I think it's the Mayans, but they, they were talking about how straight cut a lot of the Mayans things. Like it was too perfect for a human to have done anything. I know there is a a place where there's this huge like thing of like little like a huge Mayan pyramid and a little Mayan like smaller ones. I don't think you can go in them, but you can go on top of them, and they're pretty flat, like four or five of them in a row on either side, left and right. And then there's this huge pyramid, and I cannot remember the name of that place, but some people believe that that was a type of like airport for aliens. Oh, yeah, I've heard that before. But that's what I was talking about. They're like, their cuts were so perfect on their bricks that they're like, it was impossible for any average human to get it as perfectly straight as it is. All right. Well, there there could be. So I know, too, they had that uh, advanced calendar. We, we all thought the world was going to end, you know, 10 years ago or whenever it was. But um, so, again, looking at this map, the desert area where the vegetation is thinner pretty much starts right at the top of where the Mayan uh, civilization would have lived, also in a straight line with this Marfa and Roswell. Could could be a connection, you know, because, yeah, right after you exit where the Mayans were, that's when the desert starts, and, yeah, straight line up through. Could, could be. Just kind of like their flight path? Yeah. Maybe they were supposed to come in from the Roswell to Mexico. Oh, and that's why it crashed because coordinates were wrong. Uh, yeah, that that would make sense. Instead of Roswell being where they land, it was actually like somewhere in Mexico. Maybe they were coming back to visit in '47. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we haven't been there in like several thousand years." You know, see how they're doing. They must be prospering <laughs> with us that cut all those stones for them. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. <laughs> we gave him a nice calendar, uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't go past this day. <laughs> well, see, I think that was probably when they were going to come back and be like, oh, we're going to take y'all all to other parts of the universe, and it's going to be magical. Y'all are, it's gonna, we're giving y'all time to grow and learn and all that, advance. It's going to be awesome. And then they were going to come back, and then they crashed in 47, saw that we just blew up a bunch of stuff with nuclear bombs and all that, and they were like, you know what? No. No. We're not taking these guys out into space. They're going to kill everything. Right. They'll just destroy themselves and everything else around them. What does this button do? <laughs> so... You know, funny, so back to, like, earthly explanations. <laughs> you know, we're talking about these lights that maybe they were guiding aliens to, to land, right? Now, one of one of uh, the ancient explanations for ghost lights were, uh, you know, almost like tortured spirits that wanted to lead people astray. Uh, so you, you've heard of, like, Will-O-The-Wisp? Yeah, I, I got it pulled up right here, actually. <laughs> So they would, you know, be seen in these swamps and bugs and people would try to get to them and, of course, never could. And they end up lost in these swamps and stuff. Um, so I've, I've seen Will of the Wisp, you know, in certain aspects of mythology and stories before. And I've never actually looked into it. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Like Will of the Wisp and Jack-O-Lantern both came from the same stories. Yeah. And bo- both were like a a dude who did bad deeds so was cursed to to walk the earth with you know a light and that's why the like the english called him you know jack jack a lantern you know his name was jack and he carried a lantern and uh like the scottish uh would call it call him will of the wisp so his name was will and of the wisp just meant like he was a, a shadowy smoky figure oh okay so pretty interesting that both of them like no this is the same guy, so that might even be based in something and seen in numerous places all over. You know, maybe it's something like that. Somebody did some sort of weird bad deed and uh, they were forced to sit out there in the desert because same thing, maybe that's all it is. It's a place you don't want to be. I don't want to spend my time in a swamp or a desert. Maybe <laughs> that's these dudes over in, in Mar- uh, Marfa. I mean, uh, I know the Irish legend of... Like Jack O' Lantern, Stringy Jack, uh, bargained with Satan and cheated him, and that's why he has to walk around with a lantern. I don't know about like because there's a lot of them in here. From what I'm looking at, like so many Niagara, uh, Naga, Naga, almost like Maga, but Naga with an N. Fireballs on the I don't in Thailand. The spook light of southwestern Missouri. Like, yeah, there's a lot of them. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in America. What did we do? Besides, you know, destroy a bunch of indigenous people. Right. Say, have you have you met any other Americans, man? <laughs> Hi. What are you talking about? We're, we're, <laughs> we, we are the kindest. We are the kindest people on earth, okay? I mean, we're so kind. We, we you know... Totally unrelated. You're talking about friendly America. It's just, just some information I just gained yesterday that uh, there was some clause back with the Native Americans that if there was some abandoned government land that they could take it over, right? 
I never knew that they had taken over Alcatraz after it closed down. And uh, a group of Native Americans, like 500 of them, took over Alcatraz until President Nixon. Uh, they'd lived there for years, like four or five years. And Nixon was like, nah, I don't like this. And kicked them all off the island just for it to stay abandoned. Oh my god. He's he's one of these ghost lights. He, he's doomed to <laughs> just float around. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Native Americans are why they're there. It's going to be most of our presidents are going to be these ghost lights. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest about that, shall we? What about, was there any major wars that happened around Marfa? Uh, maybe Native American style war. All right, I pulled up. History of Marfa, Texas. Pretty Marfa lights is at their top, so that's what they're known for, for sure. Filming of the movie Giant. And the minimalistic art installations of Donald Judd. Who is Donald Judd? No idea. But it was established in 1883 as a water stop and freight headquarters. Oh, 1883, that's when Ellison first documented the lights. So that's a, as much as their website. Now this is the actual Marfa City website. So I don't guess they would outline any kind of deadly history, huh? Uh, probably not. You might have to go to, I don't know if they are like history. You know how some towns have like that museum or whatever of their town. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know DeSoto County had a museum, but we, we do. I, this might be promising a battle for the soul of Marfa found an article. Yeah, I was looking at the title, but I was trying to figure out if that was a news article or not. Oh, it is. They're being dramatic. Yeah, talking about rich people moving there, and they don't want them. Okay. <laughs> well, that's dumb. <laughs> it really is kind of dumb. Like, no, we don't want your money. I'm, I'm inclined to say it's either spirits, like with the energy and you know static form, or a runway for aliens. There was, there was a Ford, Ford D. A. Russell. Uh, it's a military installation near Marfa, Texas, from 1911 to 1946. Uh, let's see, Civil War general was in was killed September 19th, 1864. I don't know. Maybe there was a. Yeah, it's kind of close according to this little map. So maybe that's just. Maybe it was built later on. I'm assuming that's what that was. Oh, it was just active from those times. I don't know. I think it's... Um, and it's just kind of funny how close Marfa is to Roswell, now that we actually looked it up. Because I was thinking, like, just because it was close to New Mexico, uh, I didn't realize it was that close four hours from Roswell. Yeah, for sure. I, maybe it's a combination of both of these theories. Like, if you are an evil person on Earth, you're damned to be a light beacon to help alien spacecraft land. Uh, see, that's better. I was going to go with they're just dead aliens. Uh, well, maybe the aliens made us, right? So if we mess up here, they, I mean, they they own our soul and damn us to stay here. But if, yeah, I don't know. This is going to go to a whole other subject, so I'm going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think a little bit of rambling is okay. I mean. <laughs> Another mystery solved. Oh, ghost alien light thingies. <laughs> How much would that suck? You die, and then like you're greeted by some like aliens, like, "Hey, you're stuck as a spirit to help our spacecrafts land for eternity because you sucked." So like 
not only you're dead, I, I guess that's better than, than the, you know, the standard eternity of torture and fire or whatever that whole story is, right? I'd have to say so. A lot more boring. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I was saying, you know, we could talk about like a cryptid. Who now? A cryptid? Cryptid. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think. How long were you off, Tommy? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I decided to come back and just see where we were. <laughs> right. <laughs> what were y'all talking about? Last thing I think was how far New Mexico was, but I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things. If it's a constant, if it's constantly can be seen, I mean, why can't you just stand there and study it? I know that one of the things is is people try to go to them, you know, and I know ball lightning is a thing. Yeah, like was that Saint Elmo's fire is one thing. I don't think it's ball lightning, but it's a. Uh, it's a weather phenomenon in which luminous plasma is created by a corona discharge from a rod-like uh, object such as a mast, spire, chimney, or animal horn. Are there pictures of St. Elmo's fire? Well, you talk about studies, too. I know there were two huge studies of the Marfa lights, uh, 04 and 08, I believe. And both of them came to the same conclusion that they were headlights from... Highway 67. Uh, one of the groups stayed out there for 20 days straight and used all these different methods. And they're like, nope, it's high, it's headlights from Highway 67. But there weren't headlights, and there was not a Highway 67 in 1883. So that doesn't make make much sense. I sometimes I feel like some people, and and this is my personal opinion. I feel like people take something like a phenomenon that we can't really grasp the concept of they're like oh no it's 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 this this is what it is you know what i mean you know like they have to say it's it can't be something paranormal because paranormal does not exist and i feel like there are some people you know like they go to these like ghost lights which could be a non-paranormal thing i'm not saying it's it's strictly paranormal what i'm saying is like we can't really study it or whatever and maybe they go there they spend the 20 days they They do their thing, but then they just automatically chalk it up without looking to the history into it. You know what I mean? They go out there with the intentions of being like, we're not going to find, we're going to specifically not find anything. We're going to prove that it's these headlights. Yeah. Yeah. And and of course, I'm not saying that they didn't go out there with equipment either and be like, oh, we took, you know, EMF readings and FLIR readings and stuff like that. But, and you said, when was it like 2008, Shane? Yeah, well, the two big ones, yeah, 04 and again in 08, yeah. I, I wonder how they studied them. That's my question. Because from my understanding, like, you can't get close to them to get, like, an EMF reading or anything like that. Because as you get close to them, and that's in every ghost light around the world, as you get close to them, they just keep moving further away, you know, until they just disappear. Maybe they're hallucinations. Maybe it's just a moisture reflection. You know, you know if you if you've ever noticed that water at a specific angle will reflect whatever's around it. Yeah, uh, like a mirage. Yeah, and it it being you're gonna see them at night. It gets as cold as it does in the desert. If there's anything around it, you know, at a certain point, the humidity would be high enough. I think it would be able to cause those reflections. And if there is car lights, 
anywhere within the, you know, because just because we can't see it doesn't mean that it's not still traveling. You know what I mean? Of course, it loses its heat, but but I'm just looking at this little, this one little small map that's actually on the Wikipedia, and it's like, I, I, I'm assuming this darker circle is where the lights are being seen, and it's, it is around Highway 67, but... I'm, I mean, what are the chances, and this is me, of we they built Highway 67 right where the ghost lights are, so now it's an easy way of saying, like, no, they're headlights. Uh, I, you know, I'm not saying it's a government conspiracy, but it's a government conspiracy. Yeah, that is a government kind of thing to do. <laughs> There's a lot of these lights that, I don't know, they're just, like, mysterious, like... I would love for us to take a road trip and kind of go see them. I think that'd be fun. It's the other side of Texas. I mean, how far is that from here, you know? This is it's 13 hours from here. Yeah, right at 14 hours. A 14-hour drive. We could camp and stuff along the way. Pass right through Dallas. I don't know if there's anything in Dallas for us, but... <laughs> I've been to Dallas before to take my ABO class. We could just fly straight into Marfa. Do they have an airport? Hundred and eighty three dollars. Wow, oh. that's that's pretty cheap. <laughs> right. We'd need a rental car though, wouldn't we? Yeah, we would, but is that a hundred and eighty three dollars per person? Oh yeah. Yeah. Round trip though. Yeah. Oh that's round trip too? That's pretty good. I mean it's still an expensive trip to just see some headlights. But it uh... would be cheaper to drive, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely be cheaper to drive. Especially if we were going in, like, something that was actually fuel efficient. I Not my truck. <laughs> Definitely not my truck. I get nine miles to the gallon, and it doesn't leave the driveway. Uh, if we drove, too, we could do, like, a whole multiple destination thing. You know, like, hey, let's let's go ahead and hit a, a lot of these weird, haunted, or paranormal spots. Right. Now, down right above Shreveport... Um, Oh, what's the name of that? Muddy Bog Beast or something like that? Essentially like a Sasquatch type deal. And apparently, like they made a movie about it in the 70s. I can't remember what it's what it's called. It's like Muddy Bog Be- or Beast or something like that. We could like check that out. Texarkana. They have where a serial killer once stalked the area. That sounds like a fun thing to do. Let's get these conclusions in. So what's our conclusions? What have we figured out here? It's a possibility that it could be uh, energy connected to static charge from the tectonic plates underneath it. I'm going to stick with the uh, alien landing runway that is manned by damn spirit. I like it. I like it. I like the uh, light reflection idea, the uh, moisture reflection. I can see that. Not necessarily has to be car lights. It could be any kind of lights, but, you know. All right, great. Well, thank you all for joining us tonight. These are just our thoughts, and we hope you join us next time.